Hello and welcome to another episode of Words With Myself. What does it mean to be a strong person? What does it mean to have courage? Many people believe in a false perception, which is that the brave person is the person that doesn't feel fear. But if there was no fear to be felt, what would be the act of bravery? Why would it take courage to do something that you're not scared of? In truth, fear is actually a prerequisite to bravery. To be brave, to be courageous, you must first feel the fear, but do it anyway. Proceed, not because you are not scared, but because you are scared, but you know it's the right thing to do. You know it is what is necessary. So with this in mind, what we can examine from this is that strength and courage and bravery are all relative acts because fear is relative, is relative to you. Something that is a courageous act for you to do might be something that is just the day-to-day normal for someone else. For instance, someone with high levels of anxiety might feel like going to the supermarket was something really stressful. And for them to overcome their fears and put themselves in a position where they're exposed to what they're most scared of, that is a courageous act. But we would think just going to the supermarket, not many of us would consider that an act of bravery. But for someone who suffers with anxiety, it could be. Same way for me to go on a stage and perform stand-up comedy, to me that would be an act of real bravery because it terrifies me and it's not something I'm comfortable with. However, for a stand-up comedian that does it day in, day out, it may have been an act of bravery initially, but if they're 15 years into their comedy career, it might no longer be seen as an act of bravery or courage. Though, truth be told, that's probably a bad example because most stand-up comedians will tell you, and most actors or anything that's performing in front of people will tell you that it doesn't matter how long you do it, you're still terrified every time, which means it is an act of bravery. But you get my point. The reason why this is so important a distinction to make is because this isn't necessarily how we view things, especially with regards to ourselves. We may believe that We're not brave or we're not doing anything courageous because the things that scare us are not what scares other people. And more importantly, we can believe that we are doing something strong or courageous when in fact it's actually where we're comfortable. For instance, if someone says something that is hurtful or upsetting to me, it's not courageous or brave of me to go and hit them or start a fight or start an argument and start screaming at them. That's not something that scares me. Conflict doesn't scare me in that way. But what would be, would be openly acknowledging and having an honest conversation with the person saying, hey, I actually found what you said to be hurtful, and I would prefer it if you weren't to make those kind of comments again. That, that honest conversation, that confrontation, but direct and honest and raw, that to me is more scary than a fistfight, which might sound counterintuitive to most, but even from an outside perspective, if someone was to say something to me and I was just to hit them, they might think that that was an act of bravery, like, oh, wow, he stood up to that person. But it's actually an act of cowardice. You know, I had to resort to violence because I was scared. And this, of course, is not to suggest that I'm just out here, like, hitting people in the face. I'm just saying, like, I'm used to conflict in terms of a physical conflict. I train every week multiple times a week and that is not something that 
I find as scary. I mean, it's still even times of conflict, of course, are scary, especially when there are emotions running high. And of course, acts of aggression are very different to how we typically train. But my point is, what some may see as an act of courage could actually be an act of cowardice. And what some people see as cowardice could actually be an act of courage. In that scenario, the difficult thing for me is clear communication and setting healthy boundaries, as opposed to resorting to verbal or physical confrontation. Because for me, that's easy. It's easy to kind of go into that default aggression rather than to remain stoic and have a conversation about it and honestly and vulnerably communicate what I need. And it might be even with friends or your partner. You know, it's easy to get into an argument and have a row and then start screaming at each other. But it's actually really difficult to sit down and have a conversation and be expressive and be emotive and let them know how you feel. Like, people seem to think that anger is much more of a strong emotion like it takes strength to be angry and to embrace confrontation yet to be vulnerable and emotional and you know to cry that's a sign of weakness when it's very much not the case because for many of us especially men it's easy for us to be aggressive it's easy for us to be confrontational but it's not easy for us to be emotional it's not easy for us to be vulnerable so what is the true act of cowardice here? Is it being angry and shouting and screaming or fighting? Or is it being vulnerable and opening up and allowing yourself to be seen? Of course, the latter is the thing that takes the strength. That's what takes the courage. That is what takes the real man to like stand up and say, you know what, I find this difficult. I find it uncomfortable to talk about these things. But I'm going to sit here in the presence of this discomfort, in the presence of this fear, and I am going to communicate how I feel. That takes far more strength than calling someone names or having a fight. That is what is true strength. So we have these odd perceptions of what strength is, and we mischaracterize certain acts as acts of strength when they're really acts of cowardice. All of the posturing and the masquerading as a tough person, as being this brash person who's, you know, fighting people or shouting at people or getting into altercations, that's not, that's not a big man. That's not a brave, courageous person. That is the most scared person in the room. If you saw someone that was getting into loads of fights and, you know, they were doing this, that's the most scared person in the room. And they're terrified, you know, that's how, like, if you looked at an animal, that's how an animal acts when they're terrified, you know. Like a dog that is really scared, they have a tendency to bite because they don't know what's going on and they're so frightened that anyone, even someone who goes to look after them or show them love or kindness or compassion, they risk getting bit because the dog is so afraid that it views the only option as showing signs of aggression. And we humans are no different. You know, when we get to feel like we're backed into a corner, when we're so scared that we feel like the only resort is for some form of violence, whether that's verbal or physical, we resort to that aggression as a default out of fear. 
you know, if I'm scared, I'm going to fight my way out of this. It is that fight or flight mechanism kicking in. And it doesn't have to be like the, the true strong thing rather than fight or flight is to stay still in that moment, to stop and really take charge of the situation. And without having to resort to these brash actions, without having to have a fight or run away, just by being able to sit in the presence of conflict, in the presence of discomfort, and honestly communicate. That is a far greater act of courage and strength than it is to do either the fight or the flight. And of course, we're referring to non-life-threatening situations. Like, (laughs) if someone's chasing you with a knife, don't stand still and wait to get stabbed. (laughs) Like That's not an effective strategy whatsoever. But for most scenarios and most situations where we get that feeling where we're getting angry or we're getting upset, the hardest thing to do, the thing that requires the most strength, the most courage, the most bravery, is to sit with that feeling, to allow ourselves to feel it, rather than feeling like we have to do something with it. You know, if I feel angry, rather than feeling like I have to react through that anger, is to sit with it, allow that horrible, uncomfortable feeling to rise and then to fall. To not run away from it or fight it, but just to sit with it, to be with it. To be with sadness, to let yourself feel unhappy and really feel it. Rather than feeling like you have to do something to distract ourselves or feel like we must bring ourselves out of this unhappiness. The true act of strength is to sit with it, to really feel it, to embrace these parts of ourselves, the parts of ourselves that feel fear, the part of ourselves that feels hurt or feels jealous. Rather than telling ourselves we don't feel like that or trying to remove it from ourselves or move away from it, to just accept it, to just be with it. That doesn't mean acting on it. That doesn't mean reacting from it. But it just means accepting it as is, just as is. This is a moment in time and it will pass. And it does not define me. It's not who I am. It's just a feeling. And all feelings are valid. That doesn't mean that they are accurate. That doesn't mean that you are justified in an action because of your feelings. But you are perfectly justified in feeling how you feel, in allowing yourself to embrace these parts of yourselves and not run away from them, to allow yourself to sink into all of those places where you feel like you can't go, those places where you're terrified, those places where you're scared and angry and upset or jealous or envious, whatever it is, Those parts of ourselves that we try to deny of ourselves. We're not those kind of people. No, I'm not someone who gets jealous. I'm not someone who gets angry. I'm not someone who lashes out. All of this denial of the self. Like, we're all these kinds of people. We all have these emotions. And no matter how much we tell ourselves that we don't, we're just denying the full range of who we are. And to live life in full embracement of who we are as a complete person rather than silo ourselves into a little box and then only advertise or explore within the ranges of these confines that we put ourselves in. 
that's not courage. That's not brave to explore, to put ourselves out of our comfort zone, to try different things, to allow ourselves to experiment and be wrong and make mistakes and travel to new places and do different things and be wrong. That is courage. To embrace that within ourselves, that is what it means to be a strong person. To truly accept yourself for who you are in your entirety, the whole of you, without denying any part of yourself, to accept yourself as you are. This is the greatest act of courage and bravery and strength you can possibly do. Thank you for listening.